0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This podcast on 97.3, The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
0: They're an arrogant, ingrown, close knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow, their bag is today. Their bag is right, now. white, white,
2: Welcome to Ben and
0: Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just,
2: just straight up. <laughs> With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen
0: Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. <laughs> we the
1: <laughs> On 97-3, the fan.
0: Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Such a uh, pleasure and honor to be here with you every day. Let's get our heads right, man. It is uh, We are one week out from Thanksgiving, and I just I, I love this time of year. It just feels so good. And, except for the yams. Except for the yams, yeah. We'll, we can get into our foods that we do and don't like, our edgy Thanksgiving takes. I, I do not like yams. Um, that's well-established. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Reindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Had me busy. I have had (laughs) Paulie running around like a turkey with his head cut off. (laughs) And Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. Yes, you have Paul doing the real
2: important work.
0: Well, it's one of the most fun parts of the jobs. Paul and I just spent about 15 minutes trying to come up with the perfect sound effect for a door opening and closing. And that's not hyperbole. That's something that just happened. And every one of them. To be honest, sounded like a fart. And I thought, hey, it would be fun if we played fart or door close sound. Do
2: you think Bob Costas and Al Michaels spend a lot of time deciding on which door sound effect they like and which one sounds more like flatulence or not?
0: No, but I'll tell you who who does. Howard Stern. Guy makes five hundred million dollar contracts. So again, I've said it before, I'll say it till the day I die. I'm always going to defer to Howard Stern. Always. He I can promise you. Paulie, you you listen to to enough Stern oh, to yeah. know that there's not a clip or a sound played on that show that he hasn't heard or approved, right? Hundred percent. Like he knows every single thing, and everything's got to be perfect. Now we are not that stringent here on this show, as you uh, know if you've listened for any length of time. Uh, but yeah, I, it's one of my favorite parts of the job is finding things to make a bit better. And Paulie is is fantastic at it. <laughs> Now, that's a door, but it sounds very much like a fart. Very much like a fart. <laughs> you need to get your colon checked. A <laughs> get your colon checked ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Try Cola Guard. I just did it. It was great. My wife uh, came to me this morning and said, uh, hey, if you could get the uh, Cola Guard, uh toilet seat out of our bathroom garbage, that'd be fantastic. Because... <laughs> Every time I go in there and I see that you've wedged it in there into the garbage can, it makes me want to vomit. Thinking about what you did on that thing. Get side with Hannah on this one. I, I and I thought about it for a moment. Well, when you're in it, when you're in when you're in the 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 act, it's you're fast moving, dude. You need to. You don't have time to think about that, so you have to. You're handling some pretty delicate, you know, material here. And there's a, a, a series of events that has to go down. So the last thing I was thinking about was that part. And I, I did. I just jammed it in the garbage can, and it, it remains there. So uh, I'll get that out today, babe, uh, so you don't have to look at, any, at it anymore. I know it's not sexy, uh, like the rest of marriage, how marriage is just so sexy. Um, sorry for ruining the, the mystique in our home. Our home's a real 50, what's this movie? Fifty Shades of Grey. It's otherwise, except for my toilet seat in the trash can, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey in my house at all times. (laughs) I come home, she's in a a nightshirt of just my button-down, yeah, handcuffs ready, the whole bit, almost every day. Uh, So I do apologize for ruining the mojo in our home. And I'll I'll knock that out when I get back this morning. Got an interesting email to, to tweet today. From a, a listener, man, this blew me away. He said to us, <laughs> "Guy by the name of Arena Vincent on YouTube." Whoa, I used to listen to Ben and Woods back when the Mighty 90 had local programming. It was funny when Ben would read rap songs, and and I wrote him. I said, "Are you just now finding this again?" He goes, "Yes, sir." <laughs> They do say it
2: can take sometimes a couple of years <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to find said, uh, when you change radio stations. So. I said
0: well well welcome back, man. We're much, much, much better now than we were then. So uh welcome back to you and and glad to have you back with us. Thank you. It's Not nice. you, him. Yeah, no no, no I Vincent.
2: mean I'm thanked to Arena Vincent yes. for finding us after all this time. <laughs> so three and, and a half here. four
0: years almost.
2: Yeah, just you know. Are you guys procrastinators? Or do you like to get things done right away? It's a great question, and it honestly it
0: depends on what it is. It does, you so, know, I, it really does. I, I need to get my
2: oil, oil changed. I did the um, oh God, most people. If you have a hopefully semi decent job, usually this is the month where you have to do your open enrollment, oh,
0: open enrollment for health
2: care benefits for next year. And I, for some reason, always wait until the last couple of days. It, and I, deadline was yesterday. yesterday. I got Woo! it done you know, just uh, in the nick of time. But wait, 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 wait.
3: So my my Our deadline here was Monday. Uh, Tuesday. Oh yeah,
2: you don't do it through here. No, I don't. I I get mine through the other the other occupation. But um, I uh, it's it's one of the least my least favorite things. And so so I end up putting it off because I hate having to
0: go through all the choices. Just like bad or worse. Like which well, one? Listen, preempt it with. We are very fortunate to have health insurance at all. Yes. Okay. Let's get Fair that enough. out of yes. the way because you will get a dirty email later. But they'll think it's me that said it. Right. And so that was Ben that said that. Uh, we're very fortunate to have health care. Does it not work the same at Channel 10? Where if you just want to keep it the same, you don't no, have to do anything. No, you You cannot, know how
2: that you is. Absolutely, here. they say if you do not go back and make your selections, then you don't get anything at all. So you have to go through the whole process, the whole rigmarole. every single time. There's no carryover
0: from the year before. So, but yours didn't change much at all,
2: right? No, no. it was mostly the same stuff. Although they change, they have different options like every year, and you have to think, oh, this okay. They've changed this level certain cost of this and that so it's it's just kind of a annual process that i always tend to put off until the last minute
0: yeah so here i did some reading of the fine print because we were i go we have to make a, an appointment we are pan and i both neither of us really have any idea how insurance works i've said that many times i will go to my deathbed having no idea how insurance works. no one does nobody does oh my co pays what Ten health okay. insurance, car insurance, no house idea. insurance. Here's my wallet. Here's, you just you let tell me, me know. what you need. Here's my debit card. Just tell I me. I mean, it is. must
2: be a great business to be in because you can literally say just make stuff up. You charge anything, and then there's the the deductible. There's the out of pocket maximum. There's the, I mean, there's so many different levels. How could any normal human being who's not like in the insurance industry, possibly keep track of what you should be getting and what you should be getting. I have to trust every year that they're giving me the right amount of what I've paid for. Oh, absolutely. Because there's no way I could, oh, you know what? I think you shortchanged me by $7 here.
0: How would you ever know? You don't. And the funny thing is you go to the doctor, right? And this happens to me all the time. You go to the doctor, you pay your $10 or $20 copay, right? And you go in and, oh, they're going to do a little blood work. Okay, fine. No problem. Do what you got to do. And you go about your day. You pay your 10 bucks, and you walk out the door. And about three weeks later, you what the hell is this? Open up your mail, one hundred thirty-two dollars. What what's this for? And you start looking at it, like, blood coagulation fees. What? what? Okay, and then you just look at it and you go, all right, well, f it, I'll just
2: pay it. But then they try to make you feel better because the. Uh that simple test that they ordered that they're charging you $72 for would have been
0: $422 right. if you
2: didn't have the insurance.
0: That and how about? I don't th- know why, how but about, how about this bit, my favorite bit? Let's say you get a big bill, like when you have kids or something. We had, Hannah and I apparently did it the absolute wrong way. We had insurance, the whole thing. We still ended up paying out of pocket, like, like tens of thousands of dollars for both kids. And, People were like dude my, I had a kid it cost me 75 dollars. I don't know what we did we did it wrong. But then how about this bit? Okay, well my wife will go you need to call insurance for what that's this I'm not an insurance agent. That's their job to get me the right well, you need to resubmit it. you need to call them and ask them to resubmit it again. I said resubmit it to who? Who are they resubmitting it to? Well, the physician needs to resubmit to the insurance. I go, but if they've already submitted it once, what are they going to look at it a second time? And go, Yeah, you know what? Let's put this through. I said, I-, I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. And I know I play the helpless guy a lot. When it comes to this thing, bro, it, I-, I need I need somebody like in my, I need like a, I thought you'd be good. If I was going to ask you for some help. I'm sorry.
2: I'm really not any better at it. It is, uh, it's like, uh, opaque wall. You look at it, and you just can't quite see through. Like, well, what What am I paying for here? What am I getting? What am
0: I not getting? So a few months ago, I'm driving down to Petco Park, and it was one of those days where we're driving down for the three o'clock interview in the dugout that is terrible, and I'm driving down, and I kind of don't want to go because I know the quality is going to sound like crap the next day, and I don't really want to be there. Hannah's like, you need to go, you need to go. So I get in the car, and I had gotten a new car maybe six months before. And I'm driving down the five, and all of a sudden you hear... And you look up at your windshield, and there it is. A pebble has hit your windshield. And you're like, son of a bitch, man. God, okay, all right. And then a couple of weeks goes by, and it's, it's starting to spread. Now it is really spread. Well, I said, well, we have insurance. They'll fix this. Yeah, it's going to cost you $1,000. But, but I have insurance. Shouldn't I just pay a copay? You probably have a warranty, too. Would, right. Is, is that going to cover that it? Gonna, I have no idea. Nobody knows. Yeah. So guess what, so what I'm doing. I'm just driving around with a crack in my windshield. I'm driving, if another pebble hits it, it could explode. Can my we get Officer Jim
2: on the phone? Because is I'm that, quite <laughs> sure that that is also a, a forbidden thing a to violation. be doing. A
0: violation of traffic laws. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it is it is quite a conundrum. But I you you ask if we're procrastinators. Man, I feel like I'm a good take-care-of-business guy, but I have to be 100% in the right mood. This has been a week where I've done really good. I've gotten my booster. i got my flu shot. I got a haircut. I got. Um, I did a couple of other errands that that like. Oh, I did my cola guard, Got some prescriptions yesterday. Like I picked the right door sound effect for the show. I picked the right show. door sound yeah. effect. I've been I've been really having a good week getting taking care of business.
3: I fixed our closet door yesterday. You did. I've ne- I don't know that I've ever felt more manly. What'd you do? Like we we have the, it's like an opening. It's got a track that yep. it sits on and it slides open and you can slide it shut and. The one of the doors somehow popped off and it was just kind of propped up there. And we just left the closet open for yep. a while. And finally, Megan was like, We need to get that fixed. Like, maybe we just, I don't know, we can like hire a task rabbit, call or a handyman. Yeah. yeah. Somebody come in and knows what they're the, doing. Big and, fan
0: of the task rabbit, man. And
3: I'm just sitting there yesterday and I go, I wonder. And I was looking at the one that is still intact and on the track and everything. And I go, Okay. Alright, see how that one's set up. <laughs> and we still have all the screws and all the parts and everything is still here. It just like fell off or something. I don't even remember what happened. And I go, I am gonna give this a shot. And I did it. I didn't say
0: anything. That's a Megan good came
3: home and she goes, Oh my god when she walked into our bedroom and I was like, Yeah, stop making fun of me. I'm a man.
0: My wife just strong, has, my man. wife has a new bell for me. It's the weaponized incompetence bell, and she says that I use it all the time. I weaponize my incompetence, and it's true. I do, uh, and I think we've talked about it. Like we talked about it yesterday. I think we all we're all smart enough guys to be able to figure some stuff out. You know, a, a, a guy that can build a, a table that's a that's a that's an impressive thing to do. And I'm sure Ben, if I took the time, you're saying you use the excuse, throw your hands up in the air. I can't do this. I do the as an I'm, excuse. I'm bad at this. Yeah. Why would you want me to put together <laughs> our kid's bike? I'm not good at this stuff. And she says I weaponize my incompetence. Ring it. That's a new bill bell. The the W I B. And I do it. I, I will I will definitely ring that bell from time to time uh in my home. But and she's just as bad with insurance. I mean, nobody likes picking up the phone and calling somebody more than my wife. Nobody. She hate, like she hates it more than anything.
3: I think I'm worse with taxes than insurance. Taxes are a nightmare, too.
0: All these things they don't teach you in high school. None of them. I don't teach you any... said it a
3: billion times, and I will say it again. There needs to be... I don't call it
0: a, a life lessons yeah, class or life. something. I mean... Real life. Real life 101 and real life... 202, real life 303 and then senior year real life 404. It
3: it's almost like a home ec class, but there should literally be a class where you go over taxes, apply, Money applying for credit, yes. ec, but not loans, to bake, not to bake brownies. Insurance. Yes.
0: Hey, what is equity? Can somebody explain to me what equity
3: is? What is home equity? Changing a tire even. I don't you know, you don't need to go to auto mechanic class or something for that. Like everybody should at least kind of have an idea of how to do basic stuff. Tell like me
0: that. how to get through This thing called life. Teach me some tools that will help me. My brother is so good at money management. I am horrid. My dad is a wizard at it. My mom is really is much better. I'm just the black sheep who's like, I don't know. I have no idea. What What is a budget? How do you budget for something? What if I want something? I'm not going to not get it. If I have the money and I want a cheeseburger, I'm getting a cheeseburger. I'm not going to wait and go home and make a sandwich. I, I'm more of a I get what I want when I want type guy. doesn't always work out uh, in my favor. But, yeah, it's a really good idea and one I think high schools should should adapt. I would f- I would fight to have that in schools, wouldn't you? Like for your kids? It does make – I think <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like, we Benny, you got – you this. your kids are right in that age where, like, hey, at some point, Jack's going to come to you and go, Dad, I think I'm ready to move out. And you're going to go, all right. You can't just go – all right, man. See you later. Good luck. Like he's not going to know how to fill out a lease. He's like, not going to know took, how to. I took trigonometry.
3: Right. Pointless. What was I doing? Wasting my time taking
0: trigonometry? Absolutely pointless. I'm sending Bo out when he's 16. He's moving out of the house when he's 16. He's going <laughs> to learn. I'm going to learn him. But
2: we have a uh, we have a good show this morning coming up. Uh, especially uh, first hour, you're not going to want to miss it. At seven o'clock, the uh, great. Steve Fisher. The great Steve Fisher. Let's go. Former San Diego State head basketball coach. Still very close with Brian Dutcher in the program. Haven't talked to Fish in a while. Uh, he's going to join us as the 3-0 Aztecs get ready to head to the Maui Invitational here in a couple of days for some national high-profile basketball games. Uh, we'll see what he thinks of this year's team so far. Uh, spoiler alert. I think he's going to like it, what he's seen so far. Um, and then we'll push back. We'll play real or fake a little bit later qualify someone for a trip to las vegas all the normal things we do it's thursday when we come back uh we can talk about the cy young award winners but i also did something bad last night that i i'm gonna tease this one oh yes. more it's more than just foreplay whoa Did i have to do it early before you did shelly some... gets up oh good because i don't oh, want her to God, hear this is so, great yeah we'll get to that coming up next. Uh, we got listener Peter one take on Woods yesterday. So got his daily ditty selection coming up next, Damn and it. then uh, off we go on a Thursday. It's Ben and Woods. Let's start with the check of traffic here on ninety seven the fan. All right, this is our uh, our selection from listener Peter who beat Woods to take on Woods yesterday. What a battle that was! But five I don't to know four. We're listening to here. I'm t- All
0: right. I'll, I'll, go. I think that game is
2: just Going back to nineteen
0: eighty here. Okay.
3: Peter sent me an email. He said, "Hey Paul, happy to sneak out the five to four win today." I bet you were. Woodsy is a tough competitor. For tomorrow's daily Diddy, let's go with one of my all-time favorites, Todd Rundgren. An incredible singer-songwriter-producer, also shreds on guitar, finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. Good choice. Well overdue. His resume is very impressive. He put out many fantastic solo LPs, but he also had a side project for many years, a band called Utopia. This is Utopia. The song I'm selecting is Rock Love from their LP, Adventures in Utopia.
0: He's probably most famous, Ben. You know the song, Hello, It's Me. Yes. Pull up a little Hello, It's Me, Paul. Although I think Todd the one Run-Gang. I know
2: is the one, uh, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the
0: drums all day. Was that him, I think too? that's Todd Rundgren. Oh, he song. also has Ken. Wait. No, that's not it. Yeah, bang the drum all day. That's him. Oh, I like this song. I feel like in if we were born at different times, I could, I could see like a 25-year-old Ben Higgins trying to seduce a woman in a very woody bar with this song on in the background
3: I can see this song being played in a movie about like old Hollywood or Southern old New California New York City too yeah like driving down a
0: Oceanside Street see I see a guy walking to work in New York City in like a three piece suit Carrying his briefcase and his newspaper under one arm, or Ben creeping on some woman at a bar that looks like
2: the real mahogany
0: bar yes, top, the very yeah. woody. Yeah, and you sidle up next to her. Hey, you see me on TV? <laughs> uh, you like sandwiches out there? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate pickup line. Hey, uh, I'm Ben. Do you like sandwiches? Out well, there? I'm not
2: gonna town. Probably never going to get another woman again after this story that I'm about oh, to I tell. You wait. you just mentioned how you weaponize your incompetence. Yes. I guess you'd call this weaponized ignorance. So last night, you know, I get home late. It's after midnight after doing the um, news at Channel Ten. I walk in and I notice out of the corner of my eye because the dogs. Usually, I bring the dogs up to to their crates when I get home at night, and they're usually sleeping just down on the down in the living room when I get home, and then we go up and give them a treat. All right, let's go to bed. Time to go. I noticed that Reggie had had vomited on the carpet, and oh, you didn't. And then I just pretended like I didn't see it. So, You're well, I mean, I'm not because I can I can weaponize my ignorance. Oh, I didn't I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, but you just said it on your. Well, radio I think she's show. still asleep, so I'm hoping that
2: she's still asleep. But I feel bad about it. I didn't really I didn't want to. It was I was tired. I just gotten home, and then I got up in the morning. It's not like. A, 4:45 in the morning I want to start leave so but
3: how do you know her or the kids didn't exercise or weaponize their ignorance to wait
2: for me yeah might have happened maybe it's a standoff yeah
0: it's a standoff so I don't know how scorekeeping is done in your house but I know that it's very much done in my home what's the score tally right now Ben in the lead on, right now? On cleaning up vomit. Yeah, oh, yes. I've yeah. done
2: a couple of the dog. One of the dogs has an upset stomach lately, so I've definitely had a couple of cleanups okay. recently.
0: So you're in the lead. I think so. Okay. As long as you're in the lead and you've got some chits to spare, I think you're in good shape. And if it does come up, you say, well, I got the last four. You can get this one. And I see how that goes right, That over. doesn't
2: work. That does not work. Scorekeeping only works
0: the other way. When they do it to yes, us. It's true.
2: Yes, I. It resonates with me. I to me, everything is is a game. It's sports, so you know oh, you keep yeah. score, and you know <laughs> if you, you're trailing, you got to catch up, and you're in the lead. When it's the other way, then you're just a jerk.
0: What oh, I, we're, w- we're counting now—that's yes. very petty yeah. of you. How, how petty? How petty of I you? I thought we were a team. Had if I had it to do all over again, I would have turned Bo's room when he was born into a, a replica of like Fay Park with the you know when you put the numbers in and stuff, and we would have had Steven on top. Hannah on bottom, and it would have been diaper count because that's how it was for a while. It was like, well, I did four diapers. I'm like, well, I would better catch up now. Hope he s's his- a manual scoreboard, not yeah, an manual. electric one. You got to yeah. go in and change it every time, <laughs> or we could do it like in sales offices where you ding, 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 another one, got another one. I'm like waiting for him to crap his pants so that I can get caught up on the day. Um, well, hope I yeah. If she's up, you're dead. Yeah, probably. What if you get home and it's still there? Are you going to be mad? I don't know. We're going to have to clean it up. We're going to play golf after the round. Oh, that's so the
2: truth. there a long, long time.
0: <laughs> it's just been sitting there for twenty four hours. Here is the other problem: if you come home after golf and it's still there. You got kids. That's when you can look at your kids and say, "Hey, what? What are you guys doing here?" Like. You see vomit, pick it up. It's That's hard. What you do.
2: It's hard to get mad though when you know you've done the same thing. You can't. And the righteous outrage just
0: doesn't come anymore <laughs> when you realize. Well, they're just doing the same thing you did. Oh, you are the best. Late last night. You know night. what? Hey, can I say I'm very proud of you? I'm very proud of you for stepping over that vomit this morning. That's a big step. It, it was. I didn't step over it. I caught it out
2: of the corner of my eye. I could have easily missed it. It wasn't right in my path of front door to
0: bedroom. So I could have missed it. I love that he just left vomit on this floor. That's how you know it's the end of the year, and we're just really ready for a break. When Ben's like, oh, look, somebody vomited on the floor. Ah, I'll get it later.
2: (laughs) It's fine. It's bad. I know. It was a bad choice.
0: Good for you. Good for Uh, you.
2: So today is a big day for Manny Machado and the Padres, the National League MVP award will be announced this afternoon. Nervous. We will talk about it. We'll talk about the Cy Young Award winners as well. But it's the bottom of the hour, and it is Thursday. Uh, We've got Eric Adelson coming up with our NFL Insider Report. It's ready for week 11 of the National Football League season. we got a game tonight in uh, Green Bay. I wonder if it's going to be snowing. I watched a snow game last night. It's always delightful. So College cool. football. Well, uh, in Michigan, it was absolutely blizzarding in the first half. The game tonight is who? It's uh, Tennessee at Green Bay.
0: Did you see the uh, forecast for Buffalo this weekend? Yeah, bad. Cleveland like at Buffalo. S- saying, snowmageddon, like really three bad. Feet.
2: Yes, it's going to be very. It's, it's great to watch from the it's comfort of your own home from for San sure. Diego. So we'll talk to Eric Adelson about the NFL and more that is coming up. Then Steve Fisher at the top of the hour. Stay tuned. It's all coming up with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
3: Ziggy, really sad. Screwed up eyes and screwed down to Like some cat from Japan. He could let come by smiling. He could live until high. came on so loaded, man. Well hung, snow white.
2: Listen to 97.3 The Fan. Thousands of other stations post millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. we we'll get you ready. Week 11 of the NFL season kicks off tonight. We've got Eric Adelson coming on, our NFL insider, uh, coming up right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan.
1: Hi. It's time for the NFL Insider Report. Are you ready for the football? With Eric Adelson. Some goofball in a hat. Brought to you by Hummel Casino. With seven restaurants, thousands of slots, thrilling table games, and a sports pub voted San Diego's best, it's no wonder Hummel Casino is always a fan favorite. Hummel Casino. Close, friendly, fun.
2: Uh, We go to the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And uh, Eric, uh, good morning to you. Before we look ahead, though, i got to go back to that great Vikings-Bills game from Sunday morning. uh, And I... You know what, there's been a lot of takeaways, people writing about, oh, maybe Josh Allen now too turnover prone, uh, what's going on here. I, I To me, that was just a great game. Someone has to win, someone has to lose. We don't have to necessarily come up with a, a grand opinion on everything, but what was your, uh, your takeaway from that game?
1: Yeah, it's a phenomenal game. I mean, that... that, that when you have a Sunday game that everyone seems to be watching, that's a really good sign because everybody has their own interest, their own fantasy team, their own specific team. But so that seemed to be a common viewing experience for everybody. And just the way, I mean, certainly there were some errors and there there were some gaffes, but the way it all played out was just such great drama. And that's that's ultimately one of the best parts about the sport is that really anything can happen, even to the best teams, I mean, if that, was, uh, if that was Lions-Browns, it would just sort of be comedy and, and scoffable. But because there were two really good teams, it was people sort of let it go. Uh, but so much talent on the field. And I don't know if we talk enough about Justin Jefferson. He's, he's not in a major market. And we, we spend a lot of time with Tyreek Hill, which I, which t- I totally understand. Devontae Adams, I totally understand that. J- Justin Jefferson is really a next-level player. And he showed it in that game.
0: Yeah, he, it, you know, some, some saying the greatest catch of all time. You could certainly make a case for it. The, the way it was contested, the way he just kept one giant paw on that ball the whole way down and then snatched it at the last second. And by the way, a massively crucial situation in that game. I thought it was really impressive. Talking to Eric Adelson here on Ben and Woods this morning. You know, man, um, the first few weeks of the season have been weird. You know, let, let's say the first six, seven weeks, maybe even eight have been very strange. Things that are happening that we're not used to seeing happen, but a couple of quarterbacks, uh, that have been doing this a long time kind of righted the ship a little bit, uh, last weekend in Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Um, and I, I again, you look at it and you go, Man, for as, as tumultuous and as bad as it's been for Tom and Tampa this year, well, they're 5-5 five and five and they're leading the division. Uh, Green Bay Packers, I mean, they win a couple more games. They're back to five hundred. You know, more playoff teams. Going to surprise you at all if, if either of these guys figure it out and, and win their division and, and make the playoffs? Probably not in Green Bay. Probably not going to win the division, but sneak into the playoffs and do some damage.
1: I'm going to be a little more surprised about Green Bay than I would be about Tampa simply because of the division, uh, simply because they just – I mean, we're only two weeks removed where Rodgers is throwing three end zone picks. There have been slow starts before, but it really wasn't on Rodgers. It was kind of on everybody else. But it was really kind of stark to see him not be able to respond the way he was before, and he didn't really seem to have answers for it. Uh, And and then I think it was two weeks before that he said uh, that, uh, you know, maybe playing Buffalo is the best thing we need, and then they got waxed. So I'm not there. I'm not there with Rogers yet. I mean, tonight will be such an interesting game, yeah. In that way, because that's Tennessee is uh, t- Tennessee is problematic in the secondary. Um, so, and it's at Lambeau, and and usually the Thursday game is a major home home field uh, game, especially with the with the cold weather. So if he's if he's his normal lights out self, then I'll then he'll get ten days off, and uh, and I'll start to believe again. But if he can't make it happen tonight, I'm really going to have some serious questions about Green Bay, uh, especially because, I mean, let's face it, they're closer to the bottom of the division right now than they are to the top. I mean, the Lions and Bears are not terrible, uh, and and uh, the Lions beat them. So I'm not there yet with Green Bay. Now, Tampa is interesting. Tampa is, uh, like you said, 5-5, five and five, uh, top of the division. It's a really weak division there there's basically three rebuilding teams in that division with them. And a, a lot of people sort of blocked out the COVID year, which I totally understand, but they weren't great at this point in the season that year either. They they were sort of scuffling. They lost to Kansas city at home. Uh, and then they went on a tear after their bye week and they they never looked back and they had to go on the road three times. Granted the road wasn't the same thing during the COVID year, but they had to go under the road three times to get to the Super Bowl. So this is not a totally new experience to have a team that's just kind of on the cusp. And then if you get in the playoffs, which Tampa will probably do, you've got Brady. I mean, are you going to bet against Brady uh, if, if it's if it's Tom B, cold weather against Jalen Hurts? You really going to bet against Brady in that situation? I mean, I, I, I don't know anymore. San Francisco is a really interesting team. Uh, and that would be tough, but that's where he's from, so I I wouldn't pick them. But I I think that they're a very very healthy five and five team.
2: Eric, what do you think has happened to the LA Rams? And I think you know Super Bowl hangovers a little bit of a an easy answer there. That's not doesn't really say much. And then you could go injuries, but I mean Cooper Cup just got hurt the last couple of weeks. They've had Stafford most of the way through the season. Why have they gone from Super Bowl champs to looking like a team that's not going to even make the playoffs?
1: Well, I think that they had major energy lost on offense and defense. With Odell Beckham Jr., I just think that he gave – he was able to stretch the defense and give Cooper Cup a little bit more room. And obviously, Cooper Cup, when he's healthy, just needs a little more room. And that was a really, really hard tandem to block. And then on the other side, it's very similar, where you have a speedster in Von Miller – and then you 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 have this, the all time superstar in Aaron Donald. That's also very hard to scheme against. And if you lose those guys, then you lose you lose the speed, you lose the energy, and and you lose the uh, um, the the ability to 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 handle uh, both. You can game plan against one or the other, and that's what defenses are doing. They're really ganging up on C- Cooper Cup, who is now who is now injured, and same with Aaron Donald. You can run away from Aaron Donald to some extent but you can't win Von Miller's on one side. So I, I just think that losing to those two guys have been, have been really instrumental. And also, um, you know, Matt Stafford, he, he wasn't completely healthy in Detroit. He, he, he really had kind of a lightning in the bottle last year, uh, to his credit. But, but there, there, there have been – he's one of the tougher quarterbacks you'll ever ever meet, but he's still not 100% healthy. Now he's in mid, mid-30s. So I don't think he was completely right this year. And, and obviously, he isn't now. So I think it's a lot of things coming together. Uh, but I tell you, if you told me in week one or week two that the Bengals look like they're the more likely to get back to the Super Bowl than the Rams, I would have laughed in your face. And now it looks like that's the case.
0: So uh, our pal Eric Adelson joins us, and, and you're down in the, the Florida area. Um, are people not talking about what Tua and the Miami Dolphins – uh, have done so far this season. I know they hit a, a skid, they lost some games, then they ripped off four in a row. I believe they have a bye? They're on right? a bye, they this, have week, bye yeah. this week. Then they got the Texans, very winnable game. Uh, this team looks, you know, steamrolling for the playoffs, man, and and I just don't feel like they're getting much national talk at all.
1: Yeah, well there there's a lot of talk about them here. The, the Dolphins are the flagship sports franchise in the whole state. There's basically the the, the Dolphins era of Florida which is leading up to the foundation of Disney world. And then since you have, um, you know, you have all the newer teams, the Tampa Bay lightning and the Florida Panthers and the Jags and, uh, and, and all these teams all over the state. But really this was the, this was, this was the dolphin state for a long time. And there's a lot of older fans who are over the moon about this. And there is a lot. It's, in so many different states here, Florida, in so many different regions and even two different time zones. But when the Dolphins are good, it really feels like the whole state cares. And that's where we are now. And so nationally, maybe you don't hear too much about them, but around here, it's a huge, huge deal. But there is just a sector of, of Dolphins fans that are, is this too good to be true? Is this really happening? Is two are really this good? Uh, so there's also some nerves because – It's been—I mean, it's been so so long—the early '80s since the Dolphins were actually really good—and there's a little bit of disbelief along with the excitement.
2: Last thing for me, I believe, since the last time we talked to you, Eric, uh, we had the entire Indianapolis Colts coaching change, the hiring of Jeff Saturday, won his first game over the Las Vegas Raiders, which uh, you know that that's not a huge thing. Now they got the uh, mad Philadelphia Eagles coming to Indy this weekend; might be a, a different result. I, I was kind of I mean, I thought it was a crazy hire, certainly and and Jim Ursay to me is not the not going to be the best owner at the same time. I didn't love the criticism of Saturday because he hadn't coached before saying, well, there's no way he should be able to do that. Bill Cower's comments, we played him on this show. What was your what was your kind of takeaway from the hiring of Jeff Saturday?
1: I think he knows more than people realize. I think he's more more comfortable with the franchise. He's already been a consultant. I, I, I just think that you, you have so many coaches who are waiting in line for this opportunity, and this is a coach who has not even been a winner at a high school level. And, and I, I, I think that this sort of dilutes um, the, 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 the respect overall um, that you have for, for, for coaching when it's just, oh, it's just somebody that, that somebody knows and somebody's friends with all over society. But, uh, yeah, that's, it, it, that's it, life,
0: it, though, isn't it? Like, that's, that's,
2: that. You work really hard, then you get passed up for the guy who's the boss's friend. Yeah. That gets you, the it, job. It's
0: all, it, what do they say? I mean, it's, it ain't what you know, it's who you know. And, and again, like you said, though, Eric, he, he's not some guy they plucked off the street and, it, or some, some whiz kid back in the back that's really good at analytics. Um, he, this guy was in there. He knows, and like you said, he knows how to lead men. X's and O's, I'm sure he knows those too. Centers are really smart. They have to be.
1: That's true. That's a very good point. And I I think that center is a really underrated position in that way. You have to, even in high school, you have to call the play a lot of times, mostly, mostly college. So, so I think that that's a good point. I, I, I just think that when there's so many coaches who are waiting and even though, yes, this is the way the, the society is that basically you've, you know, you, you get, you know, somebody and then you get bumped up and then everybody else sort of has to deal with it. That doesn't necessarily make it right. And there's a lot of people out there who are trying to build their resumes, trying to trying to get a chance. And that that doesn't that's not just a coaching thing. I mean, that affects players too, uh, and entire staffs. Um, I, I I wish them the best. I like that 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 win happened, and and who knows, maybe he can be successful there. But the but the downside of it is on the other the other sideline where you have Josh McDaniels who was bad in Denver, goes back and and gets to hang out with the best quarterback in the history of the game and then he gets another chance too so maybe i'm more irked about that than i would be about jeff saturday getting his first chance rather than mcdaniels who failed the first time and then didn't really do anything different the second time as an assistant except for work with brady there's a lot of those there's a lot of those second chances that aren't deserved where uh the first chances i can sort of digest a little better well as
2: mark davis says rome wasn't built in a day yeah although there was reports out this week that it's also he can't afford to hire another head coach That's so also paying
0: john gruden yeah. quite a bit of money i do believe yeah <laughs> yes absolutely yeah.
2: so eric uh, as always appreciate it uh, have a good enjoy your weekend of football and thanks for joining us
1: all right thanks, thanks buddy.
2: eric adelson on our premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline save money the right way with premier chevrolet of carlsbad visit them today in the carlsbad auto mall chevrolet find new roads i I bristle against that as well. It is the way the world works. It totally is. You wish that it was completely a meritocracy, that the person who worked hard and was the smartest and always got the promotion, always got the raise, never feels like it works that way, though. I don't care what business you're in, what office place you're in, there's always someone who you feel like didn't deserve to be there, got promoted ahead of you. Happens all the time.
0: Happens all the time, and, and, you know... I've always admired entrepreneurs for that very reason, Ben, because that's somebody that says, eh, I don't want to I don't want to clock in, clock out. I want to be the man or woman responsible for the success or failure of this business. I'm not a real entrepreneurial spirit. I'm not. I mean I like knowing where the paycheck's coming from. I like having health insurance, and I don't have to wait. Yet you are though in that you care very much about the product. Yeah, and very and much so. About you the product. want
2: you know you want success for the company you work for. Sure. And you're, you know certainly the show that you work on.
0: Absolutely. And that aside though, I couldn't run the day to day. I mean, there's just no way. So I, I've always had a lot of respect for somebody who says, you know what, I'm going to hang out my I'm going to hang my own shingle out and and you know go do this myself no matter what the the gig is because it, that stuff exists, bro. There are guys in this town that look at me on this radio station and go, well, I did 15 years. I did 20 years. He doesn't belong there. I mean, trust me, they tried to keep me out of here. (laughs) Like, it wasn't who I knew. I needed them to be gone for me to get back in here quicker. So uh, it's... It is the way the world works, though, certainly, and, and I, I don't begrudge Jeff Saturday that opportunity.
2: Speaking of football, you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. right here on 97.3 The Fan. It's former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discussing the big NFL news, previewing the big games of the week here on 97.3 The Fan. I uh, didn't ask Eric about it, but get uh, the Chargers on Sunday Night Football back-to-back weeks. You had a good point, I think, earlier in the week. Kind of a make or break game. If the oh, yeah. if the Chiefs win, they'll have swept the Chargers in the regular season and have a three game lead in the division. So it'll pretty much wrap up the AFC West. Yes. Uh, you know, not that anyone's out of a wild card, they not you know, with seven wild card or playoff teams, three wild card spots, you certainly have plenty to play for. But the best path to the Super Bowl is always win your division, preferably get the first seed so you get the bye in the first round. Uh, that'll pr- pretty much be closed to the Chargers if they don't win on Sunday night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
2: it's
0: 100% must-win game for them.
2: All right, uh, Aztecs are headed to the Maui Invitational for three games in three days. Some really good competition's going to be there. They're bringing a 3-0 record with them. We'll talk with the uh, head coach emeritus, the great Steve Fisher, going to join us to kick off hour number two. That is coming up next with Ben and Woods. Don't go anywhere at San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven-three. The Fan.